Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 1674. April 20th, 1938. Departure for Pradnik. I was very worried that I would be put in bed in a ward and be exposed to all sorts of things. If it were to be for only a week or two, but it is for such a long time, two months, or perhaps more. In the evening, I went in for a long talk with the Lord Jesus. When I saw the Lord Jesus, I poured out my whole heart before him, all my troubles, fears, and apprehensions. Jesus lovingly listened to me and then said, Be at peace, my child. I am with you. Go in great peace. All is ready. I have ordered, in my own special way, a private room to be prepared for you. Reassured and overwhelmed with gratitude, I went to bed. On the following day, Sister Felicia took me there. I left in great peace and a calm spirit. When we arrived, they told us there was a private room for Sister Faustina. When we entered the room, we were surprised that everything had been prepared so beautifully. All was clean and neat, covered with tablecloths and bedecked with flowers. A pretty Easter lamb had been placed on the night table by the sisters. At once, three Sacred Heart sisters who work at the sanatorium, my old acquaintances, came and greeted me warmly. Sister Felicia was surprised at all this. We bid a warm farewell to each other, and she left. When I was alone with just the Lord Jesus and myself, I thanked him for this great grace. Jesus said to me, Be at peace. I am with you. Tired, I fell asleep. In the evening, the sister, Sister David, who was to look after me, came and said, Tomorrow you will not receive the Lord Jesus, sister, because you are very tired. Later on we shall see. This hurt me very much, but I said with great calmness, Very well. And, resigning myself totally to the will of the Lord, I tried to sleep. In the morning I made my meditation and prepared for Holy Communion, even though I was not to receive the Lord Jesus. When my love and desire had reached a high degree, I saw at my bedside a seraph who gave me Holy Communion, saying these words, Behold, the Lord of angels. When I received the Lord, my spirit was drowned in the love of God and in amazement. This was repeated for thirteen days, although I was never sure he would bring me Holy Communion the next day. Yet I put my trust completely in the goodness of God but did not even dare to think that I would receive Holy Communion in this way on the following day. The seraph was surrounded by a great light, the divinity and love of God being reflected in him. He wore a golden robe, and over it a transparent surplus and a transparent stole. The chalice was crystal, covered with a transparent veil. As soon as he gave me the Lord, he disappeared. Once, when a certain doubt rose within me shortly before Holy Communion, the seraph with the Lord Jesus stood before me again. I asked the Lord Jesus, and, not receiving an answer, I said to the seraph, 
Could you perhaps hear my confession? And he answered me, No spirit in heaven has that power. And at that moment, the sacred host rested on my lips. On Sunday, April 24, 1938, the sister who had charge of the sick said to me, Well, sister, the priest will bring you the Lord Jesus today. I answered, Good. And he brought him. After some time, I received permission to leave my bed, so I went to Holy Mass and to spend time with the Lord regularly. After the first examination, the doctor, Silberg, found that my condition was grave. We suspect, sister, that you do have the illness about which you spoke to me, but Almighty God can do all things. When I entered my room, I steeped myself in prayer of thanksgiving for everything the Lord had been sending me throughout my whole life, surrendering myself totally to his most holy will. A deep joy and peace flooded my soul. I felt a peace so great that, if death had come at that moment, I would not have said to it, Wait, for I still have some matters to attend to. No, I would have welcomed it with joy, because I am ready for the meeting with the Lord, not only today, but ever since the moment when I placed my complete trust in the divine mercy, resigning myself totally to his most holy will, full of mercy and compassion. I know what I am of myself. Apparently, St. Faustina would have spent two months at least in the sanatorium, the Hospital for Contagious Diseases. Uh, she was fearful of ending up in the ward where she would catch she could catch something from other patients, but Jesus, in his gentleness, had arranged for her to get a private room. There were some beautiful loving touches in the room that shows that Jesus had inspired the sisters who run the clinic to prepare the room well for St. Faustina. Jesus promised her that he was with her there. She was away from her religious community. A sister decided that she wouldn't receive communion the next day because she was tired. Despite being hurt by this, Sister Faustina calmly accepted the decision. Uh, The next day, she prepared herself spiritually to receive communion, and our Lord sent her an angel with Holy Communion. This continued for 13 days in a row. Faustina had to keep trusting each day. Uh, Faustina asked the angel once if it could hear her confession, but he said that no spirit in heaven could do that. It shows the dignity of the ordained priesthood. Finally, on the Sunday after Easter, the sister in charge of the sick said that uh, the priest would bring her communion again. This Sunday would eventually become Mercy Sunday, so it seems that our Lord inspired that sister uh, to bring communion to Sister Faustina on that day. Jesus no doubt had sent the angel because Faustina would prepare her heart well to receive him, and he wanted to unite with her heart. The doctor told her that her situation was grave. Faustina immersed herself in deep prayer and thanked the Lord for all that she had received throughout her life. She was blessed with a deep peace and a a deep joy. She was ready to go to the Lord at that moment if he called her. Her life changed when she placed her complete trust in the divine mercy, surrendering to his holy will. We should all do the same. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. 
If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.